another episode of Mr. Badger Talks to Utter Scum. And I'm here with my friend Andy Spastic. Uh, Anna Spark. Anna Spark. Uh, uh, and yeah. uh, Anna Spark. I've, uh, ever since the operation, I, I'm no longer called that, so I'd prefer <laughs> you to just respect it a little bit. I don't respect anything. No, that's fair. That's no. fair. So uh, well, now you're a female, why have you agreed to get into a van with a potential rapist badger? So I want to understand the female gender a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. The, the vulnerability that they put themselves under. <laughs> okay. Well, they're not they put themselves under, society puts them under, but... Oh, oh. See, that's what I mean. We've just had a man come up to our window and slam on the window. That's what I deal with every fucking day. This is what I'm used to, to be fair. I normally go to special car parks where this happens, but then there's a different outcome. Yeah, yeah. No, look, that's actually how my parents met. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, have your parents sex changed? Uh, they, they have twice to create me and my sister. And the funny thing is, is actually they didn't do the act of dogging. They did the act of catting. Catting? Yeah, catting is where uh, they, they act interested for a moment and then they ignore you for years. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I quite like that. That's a, yeah. that's a nice touch. So, <laughs> talking of nice touches. Um, so, Anna, what would you like to talk to today? Because I understand you've got a problem with shitting yourself. Yes, yes, I do. So, I've recently been diagnosed with Crohn's. Crohn's disease is an incredible. Isn't that where you turn into a monk? Uh, no, I did that previously, but um, I, uh, I've been shitting myself my whole life, uh, but I've only recently been given an answer. Before, I just thought I was impatient. <laughs> <laughs> but so, uh, now, you, now you've... Uh, now I have a diagnosis, yeah, I have a doctor's note. So what is chromosomes? Chromosomes are the, the things that define your sex, but Crohn's, Crohn's is... Crohn's is... zones is an incurable autoimmune disorder where Down you're... syndrome. Yeah, yeah, almost, almost. Again, that is actually my sibling. Um, <laughs> no, she... she my mum had her at 42, so we're still unsure um, whether she has it or not, but she si shows signs occasionally. But no, Crohn's is an uh, autoimmune disorder where your gut basically attacks itself um, and you end up, uh, you know, shitting yourself and being hypersensitive to stuff, and uh, including, you know, racism and homophobia and stuff. Oh dear! Yeah, it's pretty harsh. Oh. Wish I had a tougher skin, but to be honest, I just, the moment someone says, you know, the N-word or something, I just shit myself, so I can't listen to gangster rap anymore. What's the N-word? Uh, uh, it is uh, necrophile. Uh, I hate it. Yeah. I hate it. There's something about it. I just shit myself every time. Most most um, dead bodies also shit themselves, uh, which is, I think, what triggers it. They do, yeah. So what, why is all that in gangster rap? <laughs> um, I don't know what they're interested in, but for some reason... Uh, there? That's a bit racist, Anna. The <laughs> racist group from all of Anna. <laughs> or should we call you Hitler? <laughs> I prefer Pol Pot. But to be fair, Hitler was from Australia, wasn't he? Uh, yes, yes, he was. Um, and like all Australian men, had one ball. So <laughs> yeah. crazy, right? Just a giant one, yeah. hanging off his chin. Yeah, literally, we call it Tasmania. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's a Hannah Gadsby line about that, but I can't quite remember. Well, she doesn't know much about balls, so... No, no. she doesn't know much about comedy either. <laughs> no, no. Well, yeah. she, she, she knows a lot about dramatic comedy. She knows a lot about saying she's going to quit comedy, and but then not quitting because she used it all as a platform to make more money. Yeah, it's like me with dealing cocaine. Yeah? Yeah. I said I'd quit. But then, you know, the boys in the prison have got me under a fucking thumb. So, um... I, yeah. I can't imagine, because you are actually... You must be, what, six foot, six foot one? Six foot one, yes. Six foot one. I can't imagine many, even prisoners, being 
<laughs> being able to intimidate you. I, I was a security guard for four years. So. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Where at? Uh, back in Australia, uh, at different, uh, specifically this one pub that was a punk venue. But, okay. But I found actually punk people. Uh, the nicest people Lovely. ever meet because yeah. yeah when you see them in the mosh that's where they get all their stress out and then people that listen to pop music are nasty as fuck because they have no outlet I like pop music I know <laughs> I can sense it I like the music of Lionel Richie right okay okay yeah. okay fair fair what do you think of Nicole Richie Nicole Richie I think she's a prostitute with sex support <laughs> He's trying, he's trying to get a number, yeah. book in an appointment. I, th I think she'd be a little bit too expensive for Mr. Badger. <laughs> I'm used to ones with missing limbs. So. The, funnily enough, my first ever job was at a McDonald's that was right next to a brothel, and they specialised in amputee fetishes. Beautiful. Yeah, so most of the sex workers there had, were miss, well not had, didn't have certain limbs or something like that. So our manager said that if their life's hard enough that they're an amputee and a sex worker, they get free Maccas. So we would, if anyone that was working that was over 18 were the only ones that were allowed to deliver the McDonald's. Genuine story, uh, for a long time, I didn't know that a flatmate of mine was dating a girl with no legs. I just thought we had a snail infestation. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> but anyway, talking of fucked up, you're fucked up guts. Yes, yeah, yeah. So basically, it, the way it all kind of came to a crescendo was recently I had three really stressful things happen in a row. I went for a workout at the gym, which I don't do often, Mr. Badger. No. And my mate, who is this big burly black guy, took me to train me. And train was, you? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, well, I wish it was a different way, but instead it was just muscular, not internal. And uh, and I fucking hurt myself. It was horrible. I literally, for the next couple of days, had to walk backwards downstairs because my quads were that painful. And then after that, went on a bender with my friend. I, I went on a bender once. Yeah, did you? <laughs> His name was... Yeah. <laughs> I think I've been on that bender. He was wearing a lovely dress and I was confused. Mate, I wasn't confused. I was ready for it. <laughs> um, and then the third thing was I was preparing for Edinburgh and I woke up in the middle of the night um, after getting a bit stoned and realised I hadn't prepared enough. And I was so scared that as I was going to bed, the only way, excuse me, the only way I could actually get myself to sleep was to lie to myself and tell me I was quitting comedy. I li literally, the only way I could get myself is like, you're gonna quit comedy tomorrow, don't worry, go to bed. And the next day, I started getting gut pains, diarrhea, fever, and within two days, I was admitted into hospital. What, what, what was the reason for wanting to quit comedy? Because I'm, I'm a disorganised piece of shit, and I wasn't preparing enough, and I just started to convince myself I wasn't funny enough as well. When you can be funny, and no, also be I've been through this. A lot of people have tried to convince me that I'm not very funny. No. By not laughing at me. Oh, gosh. I know. What cunts? No, they're just idiots. They, they wouldn't know comedy if it jumped up and spat jizz in their face. Mate, and I've had comedy happen to me just like that. Yeah. Yeah, some of the guys I hooked up with back in Melbourne did exactly that, and that's how I knew improv comedy wasn't for me. So, I don't think that's called improv. I think that's called sexual assault. Oh, damn it. That, I've been repressing it, mate. That's, <laughs> that's the only way I could come to terms with it. I'm talking to which, did you see the improv that was on here earlier? I listened to it in the background. It was awful. Yeah, that's why I listened to it in the background. Yeah. <laughs> I think improv is really more of a drama tool when you're learning to be an actor. It's not something that you want to do on stage. I don't think the words improv and comedy should ever go together. No, no. Unless it's like improv... 
Ah, oh, God, I don't even know. I fucking, what's a pay slip in comedy? Because I don't get them very often. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get pay slip. I've, I've never been paid. If, if there's any, yes, never ask yeah, people listening. I've never been paid for any work I've ever done. All right, Jimmy ever. Carr, how are yeah. you? <laughs> I get paid in kindness. <laughs> I've got that on, tattooed on me. Yeah? Yeah, kindness, not I get paid in kindness. That's a lower back tattoo, isn't it? I was going to say, you wouldn't want that one as, as your little tramp stuff, would it? You know what? Fuck it, I might get it. Yeah. Oh dear, well, I, I can't have tattoos because my skin's melted. Has <laughs> your skin melted? Yeah, when my, my father dipped me in battery acid. Right. Is that a cos- common christening like no. behaviour of your of your of your people? No, I, I, I upset my father when right. I was a little boy. I was two. How did you upset him? I didn't make a car battery properly. Well, fair enough. To be honest, I'd be pretty fucking pissed yeah. as well. Yeah, and he dipped me in acid, and now this is what's left of it. <laughs> okay. Do you I, want to hear a joke? Of course. What do you call a boy on a bonfire? What? Mr. Badger! <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> So have you, are you in therapy currently, or are you looking? Uh, what, what for? Oh, just, just, just. I think it's healthy for everyone. Is to it guess. because of my body dysmorphia? <laughs> Is it because you think you're a fox or something? No, I think I'm quite overweight, but I'm actually an Adonis. <laughs> <laughs> what are you laughing for? I am laughing at the word Adonis. It's a funny sounding word. It is, isn't it? (laughs) It's good. (laughs) Talking talking of good stuff, uh, uh, you're saying about pooing. I I quite like a nice poo. But does Crohn's make pooing uncomfortable? So, (laughs) uncomfortable. Pooing for me, ever since I was a child, is uh, not fun. I can now enjoy a poo, but because of my previous experiences with such painful poos, my brain, my subconscious does not enjoy a shit. Crohn's makes it painful to poo. Well, before before my Crohn's was diagnosed, I also have hypothyroidism. One of the symptoms of that is constipation. So constipated poo. What's that? Hyper. Hypothyroidism. So you've got a thyroid gland in your throat that's pretty much like. That's not not where you poo from. No, 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 you don't. Unless you're into scat. But uh, (laughs) so your thyroid gland is like the microchip of your brain, right? So basically, every signal that your brain sends out to the rest of your body goes through your microchip. So, okay. so it goes like, okay, they need to sleep on this time. They need to have a sex drive on this time. They need to grow at this What's time. What's that like? <laughs> Mate, mine's broken. Don't fucking know. <laughs> but, but so it also it goes with your metabolism. So I was undiagnosed hypothyroidism when I was like six or seven. Yeah. So I would just be constipated. And then when I finally did poo, it was extremely painful and it took a long time. So eventually my brain went, hey, let's not tell her when she needs to shit because clearly none of us are fucking enjoying it. So then eventually I just started shitting myself all the time. Um, Do you reckon I've got crowds? No, you've just got a very low understanding of social etiquette. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I just think... I just like the way it feels. Yeah, no one else enjoys that. No one else gets to feel it. How many times have you shat yourself? I've done it just now. No, yeah, I was aware of that. <laughs> I was trying to do it for the recording. I shot like... myself multiple times, but the, I suppose the difference is yours. You don't mean to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't mean to. Well, I know consciously I don't mean to, but I think subconsciously my brain kind of just lets it happen because 
the idea of going to the toilet is still really scary to my brain. Yeah. These days I'm a little bit better. You know, when I when I got diagnosed with Crohn's, I joined the Crohn's and Colitis UK charity. Colitis? Colitis is another form of uh, in, in, in IBD, which is a form of bowel disease. Okay. Yeah, that, I don't know colitis because I don't have it, thank fuck. But, like, Crohn's is the first pr- most predominant one. And so they sent me out, and I realised anyone that donates to this charity clearly has it. No one, everyone's donating to cancer research, and they don't always have cancer. Yeah. But and also, cancer research is so overly funded it fucks me off. But when the director of cancer research takes home sixty thousand pounds a year plus bonuses, and you're thinking you're probably not going to find the cure for cancer in an old coat. In a shop somewhere. And and also, when when they don't develop anything. I I actually work for charities. Like, I do fundraising for charities, so I've learnt a lot about them. And like, I'm just going to put in. This is the first time I've been in my van with a guest, and it's steaming up. And in the passenger side, I'm noticing handprints. I bought this van secondhand, and I really don't (laughs) want to know what's going on inside (laughs) it. Was it Simon Lomas's van? Yeah, it might have been. I think, because he's into dogging, isn't he? He's a pimp, isn't he? Oh, totally. That's where he met most of his clients. Yeah. (laughs) Shall I do a Titanic one at the top? Oh, my word. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to smear my penis down it later. No, well, you've just, already done that a couple of times. There's some small dots here. Yeah, that's that's my that, That's just it. Has it got blood on it? Yes. Yeah, that's me. And a little bit of discharge. Di- well, dis- that's what. That's a crushed maggot. That, oh, right. I was going to say it could have been Simon Lomas, though, couldn't it? Yeah, it could have. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this, 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 the way that they handled me donating money regularly to this charity made me realise that anyone that donates to Crohn's and Colitis UK has Crohn's. No one else gives a fuck about it. Because I got sent a food guide, a disease guide, uh, I can't wait card, which is a little business card I have in my wallet that I can show to staff members of restaurants and stuff that don't have public toilets to go, I don't give a fuck. I, what, do you want me to shit myself in your restaurant? Or yeah. do you want me to use your staff toilet? And then they also gave me this key. And I thought the key was just like a symbol of here's the key to the city because you're going to shit yourself for the rest of your life. Yeah. But instead, it's actually a key to about 10,000 toilets over the UK. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, a universal like skeleton key, isn't it, for all yeah. the public toilets? Yeah, yeah. But then, and then I have to download an app to find out exactly where these specific toilets are. But what's made me realise is I can just do coke wherever now. <laughs> well, I can see you're about to do a bit of coke now, so we're going to have a quick break okay. and we'll join you in part two when you'll no doubt be a blithering mess. Yeah, it's crack, but yeah, let's do it. Okay, see you in part two. So we're here for part two of Mr. Badger Talks to Scum, and I'm with my friend Anna. Anna Anna Spastic. Yes, that's well. That's my porn name, but yes, Anna, <laughs> okay. Anna Spark. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so we were talking about your horrific disease, which is Crohn's. Yeah. And the fact that not many people are aware of this disease in the UK. The only people that are aware of it are the people that have got it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah basically, uh, yeah. Until you start shitting yourself on the reg, um, only then will you start to care about people who are shitting themselves on the reg. Well, to be fair, I shit myself on the reg, and I, I don't care. That's because that's your fetish, mate. It's not a fetish. I, I, I like the feel. It yeah, can... and you wank off while it's happening, right? I, I can't wank. What? My penis will fall to pieces if I dare try and touch it. It's... Oh, I've been there before, mate. It's, that's it's why diseased. I got the operation. Yeah. Now, mine, it, it, it's... Uh, I think I've had too many wrong things happen to it. And uh, 
Yeah, well, we all can all sense that. Yeah. We've had a lot of wrong things happen to you in general. I know, I've not had a nice life. I've not. <laughs> you know, my wife left me. Yeah, no, she told me. Yeah. Yeah. Left yeah. me for the dentist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a bitch. Yeah, what a root canal yeah. that was, yeah. Do you know, I don't know if I told you the time I was attacked. Like, physically attacked? No, by who? Um, by a mongoose. A mongoose? Yeah. They are very aggressive. I, I didn't know what, what it was. I thought a mongoose was like a regular goose, but we're learning difficulties. <laughs> oh, fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> so a little bit of stand-up for you there. Yeah, a little, little bit. A little bit of stand-up. When I, was, I, was, I was When I was younger, I used to get chased by geese at the local park. I grew up in Kent. And then my parents were telling us that we were visiting Kent again. Like I was like 15 at this point. And all I requested, instead of seeing relatives or family, was that we went back to that park because I wanted to fuck up those geese. <laughs> and I did. I scared the living shit out of them. I was a six foot tall, 15 year old. I fucked them up. Yeah. They were terrified. They probably weren't the same geese. Have you told the RSPB? No, no they told me that yeah. that's not appropriate. I'm no longer allowed in that county anymore, but oh, fuck them. But geese do like to shit everywhere, don't they? Yeah, so they perhaps do. you're kindred spirits. I take inspiration from them, to be honest, because they have no shame about it. You know, they just... I don't have any shame about doing a nice poke. I, I know, but, you know, at, when, when I invited you to my sister's birthday party and I said, bring a present, I didn't expect that. Okay? Yes, but you lied to me and said your sister was younger than she actually was. So I was quite distraught. Well, she was younger at that point when I told you the birthday party was happening. The birthday happened on her birthday, you know? Yeah, I know, but I don't do any, I mean. It was I, her first birth, mate, I don't I, know. I only entertain children under the age of 16. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Well, you know, she is traumatized. Yeah. She has the mental capacity of, oh God, I don't even know, mate, a mongoose. A mongoose? <laughs> <laughs> you did say before, she's probably got Down syndrome. Yeah, well, like we're just still we're still sussing it out. She's she's getting a bit older now, and you know she's she's all there except certain moments. And then I go, mm, maybe you're quite protective towards your sister, aren't you? I am. I yeah. Am. Are you Mama Ghost? I, I am. I am Mama Mongoose. Mama Mongoose. <laughs> <laughs> Mama Nokis is a place where you can eat Japanese food. That's a fact. Really? There right. we go. All right. Cool. Good to know. Plug. Yeah. A little bit of a plug there. Yeah. I, Mama Nokis, please give me some more free sushi. That was lovely. <laughs> so, uh, uh, oh, talking of di different food types, are there things that set you off? Yeah, well, uh, well, at the moment, because I'm in the middle of what they call a flare-up, which is me. I'm Seventies. Yes, yeah, yeah. So I've got AIDS. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, no. So I basically I got diagnosed, uh, and you get diagnosed at the point of a flare-up, which means your gut is just very pissed off and angry and going through some stuff. Basically, me at 14. And then you go into remission, and then you hope that you can keep your remission going on for as long as possible, but certain things can cause you to have a flare-up. So in, during a flare-up, right now, I'm supposed to find out my triggers, um, which are, like, I'm just trying to strip back my diet. I'm avoiding gluten and lactose. But I've found that the main thing that triggers me is stress. Yeah? Yeah, because your gut is very intrinsic with your, with your body. Have you, have you ever had Barbie Mugabe on this podcast? I have. He was my first ever guest. Oh, really? He's got Crohn's. Well, that was quite strange because he decided to talk about, uh, I think it was Bookfast Wine, where he yeah, insisted he that me and him drank a bottle in one go. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's definitely doing exactly what my doctors have told me not to do when you have Crohn's. <laughs> Genuinely the absolute opposite. He pops up into my mind all the time when I think of my disease guide that I've got from Crohn's and Colitis UK and go, Barbie is not following this at all. What, 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 what would be the outcome if you don't follow it? Is, is it death? Well, uh, no, no, well, I, I assume some people have died from it, but uh, in the like, there's also certain levels of Crohn's. So some people can be super sensitive and and get fucked up really easily from it, and some people don't. But uh, the worst case scenario, realistically, is they have to remove parts of my colon. Their colon. Yeah, which is the lot kind of yes. And I've, I've already got an anal fissure. But what I'm terrified... Is that where they put maggots up your bum? Yeah. <laughs> See if they can catch yeah. a little roach. Yeah, that's exactly it, yeah. <laughs> well, for anyone anyone that actually wants to know what an anal fissure is, rather than maggots, it's like a tear up your sphincter. Mine's gone into scar tissue, so I am fine. But if I... I can't have anal. Like, I'm ah. not going to do anal. Sorry, I know we're in your van. <laughs> I know that's what you're hoping for, but that's not happening. I, I can't get an erection, you're fine. Oh, thank fuck. Well, then maybe we might be able to manage it with a flaccid <laughs> penis. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm scared of, if, if, if I go back to smoking regularly, like we're at a festival right now, I have been having a couple of cigarettes here. But if I go back to smoking, I was going like to say, how do you to, smoke? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with a lot of concentration. And, um, and constipation! <laughs> no, quite the opposite, actually. <laughs> but uh, if I smoke and I have Crohn's, that gives me a huge likelihood of getting an anal fistula. <laughs> Which is basically... I'll give you an anal fistula. Mate, not with a flaccid dick, you won't. <laughs> no, you don't need a dick for fistulin. <laughs> you just need a lot of confidence and bravery. Um, an anal fistula is like a, a tear, a tunnel torn away from your sphincter inside your pelvis or butt cheek. A what? A, a, a tunnel. A separate tunnel? Yeah, basically another arsehole that uh, hopefully has an exit because if it doesn't have an exit then you can not know that you have one. You can put inside yourself. Yeah, and pre- and then through that infection, create an abscess, and that abscess can kill you. This is a joke. Ge- I've, I've mentioned this on the podcast. My friend had an abscess on his anus. Terrible. But it popped, and he, he ended up with two temporary bum holes. Right. Where he pulled out, it was like a Play-Doh machine. Uh, uh, and, <laughs> but the one healed over. But he, for a short period of time, he had two bottoms. Did he go to Gay Village much? No. He no. should have. He should have taken full advantage of He didn't of that. need to. He was in the RAF. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing is uh, the certain, there's certain anal fistulas that might never heal. So then I actually, while I was in a hospital, the woman in the room next to me that I made friends with, who luckily was also a doctor trained at Oxford University. So when the nurses couldn't come see me because they were very busy, there was a stab victim on my ward and stuff, she could explain everything to me in pure detail. But she was there because of anal fistulas and dirty bitch I know right Um, and she basically had two so it was like a horseshoe and hers were chronic but she was also there for some other there was an infection going on or something and she was in a lot of pain but they had um, medical chains within her anal fistulas that she had to pull out to clean to clean them all the time because if you just let them sit there then poo will get into them and they will get infected and and you'll die could she do a magic trick like put a sable at one and make it come out the other you know what I'll give her a text after and we'll see (laughs) (laughs) but it's like I even asked her I'm like how do you do doggy now like, can they hold on to you from those chains? <laughs> like a bowling ball. <laughs> yeah. And she said, luckily, it's actually not that noticeable. But I don't. I, like, I immediately asked my doctor, how do I avoid that? Because I don't want that. 
and he said don't smoke um, but here I am craving a cigarette I'm sure you've just had a cigarette yeah yeah I have I also I need to take a slash I'm not in my van if you don't mind hey, hey, not while you're here but I know I'll... there's a there's a musty smell about it <laughs> but that's just from the the guest that I pick up. <laughs> I told you, Simon Lomas is a dirty fucker. Yeah. He gives this whole little geeky vibe, but we all know. He wouldn't let me have a go. No, mate. He would if you got enough enough drugs into him. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah. I do it, really need to pee. Can I pee on your windscreen? Can I try and write my name? Uh, you can have a go if you want. Hang on. So we just had a little quick mini break because as would be part of Crohn's you need to tend it for a little poop. I needed to do a little bit of poop, Miss Nedger. I hope you don't mind that I did it in the back of your van. It's fine, I got to watch. That was yeah. the best Yeah, bit. yeah. Oh, then you filmed it as well, which if you could yeah, send me the link, later. that would be great for my webcam channel. No, it's, uh, sadly, that's private badger use only. Oh, damn it. Yeah, I'm, I'm exactly, a gentleman. That's exactly what my uncle said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, 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 how do you combat Crohn's? Uh, manage your diet and hope for the best. Yeah? Literally it. It's incurable. It's incurable? Yeah. Oh, my word. I've got a colonoscopy coming up in a couple of weeks. Yeah? Yeah. Which will be great for my webcam channel. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, my friends had that done because he thought he, he thought he had bum cancer. Oh, it turned out he had internal hemorrhoids. <laughs> what an idiot! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, I've had a colonoscopy before um, for past issues with my bum. We haven't ever really had a healthy relationship. But the doctor they first wanted me to see was called Doctor Brown. <laughs> But he was backed up till November, so I couldn't catch up with him. <laughs> and then the next doctor, because I, because I'd obviously already made a joke about Doctor Brown being his name. My doctor started just calling this guy Josh, and she's like, "Oh, Josh is great. He'll he'll sort you out. You'll be absolutely fine." And then only when I got home and I looked at the referral papers, I realised his name's Doctor Joshua Butt. Doctor Butt was giving me a colonoscopy. Oh my word! And when I went to see him, I was like. I was kind of prying. I was like, why did you choose this field of all things? Like you've got you've got a bachelor of medicine and you chose to specialize in the colon when your last name's Butt. And he's not, by the way, he's not Indian because I know Butt is a very high class Indian surname. He was a white man called Josh Butt. How did you know he didn't change his name by default oh, that to get would, more work? I would have assumed he had a better personality if he'd done that. But like, <laughs> I asked him like, is this because you were bullied? Or something like, did you think maybe if I learn everything I there like is shit. to know about the butt, yeah, yeah, <laughs> then I can fucking tell these bullies to fuck off. No, you just make yourself, finish the punchline, mate, it's so easy. Make yourself the what of the joke? Chicken. The chicken of the joke, absolutely. Yes, Mr. Badger, well fucking done. Told you I was funny. <laughs> you told me you were smart as well, and I completely see it. I, I am, I'm a, I'm a very intelligent man. I'm a doctor. <laughs> Are you? Yeah. Yeah, in what? I paid for it on the internet. <laughs> That's how I met my wife. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a doctor of badgerology. Right. And and what does that entail? I'm being a badger. Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> you know, uh, have you heard much about wombats? Wombats? Uh, what? They're like the badgers of Australia. No, you're thinking of honey badgers. Honey badgers are the, the badgers of Australia. Oh, no, they're America, aren't they? Yes, they are. They're yeah, you're ba- wombats are the badgers of Australia. Yeah. And they are made, they're literally, they're basically, you know what the average size of a footstool is, right? Yes. They're that size and they're just a complete mass of fat and bone. And the, their arse. What are you trying to say? 
I'm trying to say they're pretty much me. And um, <laughs> their ass is literally a bone plate. Uh, and their pouch where they keep their babies is face backwards so they can burrow. And oh, dirt. so they're That's, a bit kangarooey as well. Yeah, all marsupials have pouches. Yeah. And so when they, when they burrow... Am I a marsupial? No, you've got a medical condition. But yeah, I've got skin flaps. Yes, yes, yeah. And I really wish you kept your shirt on while we were doing this podcast because it's very uh, you've disconcerting. You've got to let it breathe. <laughs> Mate, I can hear the whisper of the air coming through yeah. it from here. When, they, when they're going That's down the... the mice. <laughs> <laughs> and the maggots. And no, the Eat away all the infections. You just put them under a You don't, you don't think they brought it as well with them? No, mice are very clean animals. Not when they're living in your skin flaps. I wash them. <laughs> I put them in my washing machine. Nice, quick, half an hour. Then you hour. grab those dead mice out of it and chuck them back into your skin flaps. Is that why they don't? I thought mice are meant to be amphibious. No, no, no. <laughs> no, you're thinking of mermice. Mermaids. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so these 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 wombat badgers, the thing badgers. I, the thing I love about them the most is they they run very very quickly. They can sprint very quickly. They're like Mo Farah. They're yeah. not long distance, but Black. they can sprint, and they're brown. Yes. And uh, with this, they also can sprint backwards very fast. So when they're in their burrow with their bone plate ass facing out to the world, and a predator puts their head down the burrow, they can sprint up at about 15 mile per hour and smash the smash the predator's face in. In reverse? In reverse. Fucking hell. It's pretty yeah, fucking sick, it. isn't it? Well, how do you have taught me some things to say? They also shit square poos. <laughs> Are they like one of them little toys that kids get where you can yeah. squeeze different objects Yeah, out? yeah, yeah, like Play-Doh toys. Yeah. They, they live my life. I squirt. I, I shit square poos and if a predator comes at me too quickly I will back my ass up into them <laughs> Anna the human wombat <laughs> it's been absolutely lovely chatting to you today it's been Anna. lovely thank you for and having what, me what a way because this is the finale of the festival as well yeah. isn't it we've yeah, got 100%. deaf Havana and I wish I was deaf yeah. to be honest Mate. <laughs> they're, they're headlining at the moment they seem very tame for my liking yeah the lights look alright yeah it is a nice little picture show shame I'm epileptic so I'm probably going to crash me back <laughs> <laughs> but, um, it's been lovely having you on my podcast. Is there anything you want to plug before we go? Yeah, if anyone's going to Edinburgh Fringe this August in 2019, I don't know when you release these. I'll try and release yours early. 2020. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm doing uh, my uh, my show Holy Fetus in Cowgate at Barbados at 2:40 p.m. Yeah. Uh, it's completely free, but obviously I would love a bucket donation of anything other than vomit and shit. Yeah. Even euros. Euros I'll still take because I'm going to Budapest in September. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Do you have a website or Twitter or anything? Uh, I have an Instagram of Anna Spark Comedy um, and I have a Facebook page. My private Instagram is Your First Ex Wife, but I won't accept <laughs> your follow. I just like the fucking name, so I want to tell people. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been lovely having you on. Say goodbye to the boys and girls. Bye, boys and girls. Love uh, you. Bye, bye, bye everybody. Bye.